You love to hear the story again and again of how it all got started way back when. Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? It's about truth, it's about information, it's about awesomeness. Can you dig it? Y'all ready for this? Oh, yes. Yeah. Coming to you live from Studio 212 on South Lake Union. Another episode of Can You Dig It? This is Supreme The Rock on the check-in alongside my man. DJ Topspin, a.k.a. Belindiana Jones, in your area. Yes, coming back at you with another special guest this evening. Another one. I got my man BZ in the building. What it do, what it do. What's going two on? Two slappers. Two What's good? Thousand. Man, thank you for coming through. Uh, you already know, man. I know it's we a have blessing. a lot to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're sure. someone, you know, like all the guests that I have up here, man, they're very important people. They're people that have been around. Mm-hmm. They know the history. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know you're another one that's sure, been around, sir. that's still around. Yeah, You never sir. stopped doing it. No. I can't, you know, man. You invented yourself, did many, many different things. Yes, know? sir. I know um, I knew you were in Schoolboys, but yeah. I don't really remember you until No Good. I mean, that's kind of when I <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. was hanging around you more. And, and, and he, was, he was active right then and there. No I doubt. Mean, he stayed active. But I want to talk about the Schoolboys, because that was okay. the beginning, unless there was something before that. Nah, nah. It was just me in my bedroom before that, just, you know. <laughs> But that's kind of where the schoolboys formulated. It was, um, it's crazy because back then, you know, we didn't have all the equipment. We didn't have, we didn't have anything, you know what I'm saying? So we had to kind of try to figure it out. And that was my platform to uh, start figuring stuff out with the two tape decks, you know what I'm saying? And I would record from one tape deck and like have a, I had this little crappy sampler. It was a Casio. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Everybody had right. the SK1. Yeah. Right. You know, the, the, yeah. the everyone half started a on the SK1. Sampler, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Got the record, spun it as fast as I could, All see right. what I get, you know what I'm saying? And put that together with some. Oh, no, I had a little 909. And um, so I would make the first pass with that, you know what I'm saying? And rap. And then. I stick that tape into another tape deck and start the process all over again and record and add some more stuff. And, you know, by the fourth take, it was... <laughs> beehive was apparent. <laughs> exactly. Super fuzzy, you know what I'm saying? I mean, sometimes Wind I just had to do the first there. one over again because <laughs> it was so fuzzy. But, you know, those, that's kind of how it, it got started. And then, you know, the crew got started... Uh, Mini middle school, really. Um, and myself, Damani, Kenyatta, uh was the main uh, part of the group. And we uh, did a lot of talent shows and things. The, one of the biggest reasons why a lot of people don't really know the schoolboys like that, I mean, besides, you know, the hype or, the, uh, you know, what you hear on the streets or people that was there is because we didn't have no album. You know what I'm saying? That's where I was going next. Yeah, you know. So <laughs> if you ever released anything. No, you know, it was it was mad difficult at the time yes, you know was. to do that um and we weren't that fortunate so uh although we did a, um, again a ton of shows we were everywhere uh throughout the city and and stuff we just never actually did an album until um later but we had changed the name by then to uh 
Family Travel Gang, PTG. Right. Yeah. That was, and then the Death in the Family Studio and all that. Yeah. See, that's what, that's where I think I, I, I ran into you first, Death in the Family. Oh, Death in the Family, yeah. Yeah, yeah. shout out to uh, Damani, uh, Billy Chambers, and uh, Slim, and all them cats up there, man. So we had the record store uh, on uh, Broadway, corner of Broadway and Jefferson, which is now just totally gone. It's crazy if you've been up there. It's crazy <laughs> to see right? how much you stuff is gone. I mean, gone. Right? So, uh, but it was the first of its kind in the city. We had the CD, uh, the independent CD and tape store in the front where we sold local music and, you know, everything else in between. Uh, and uh, we had the studio in the back, the studio shack in the back. So we also delivered. That was crazy. And delivered <laughs> delivered what? Right. CDs. Because I was going to yeah. say, right. I stopped in once. Now, I didn't know you guys at the time. We yeah. had about two cassettes in the store. And I was like, something's going on here. Well, we <laughs> won't talk about uh, that. Yeah. But... Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Put it like this. We was all so young, and it right. was, you know, yeah. the 90s. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm believe, saying? Believe so, like that. Yeah, but it was great times, you know what I'm saying? Got um, got our feet wet with a lot of different things in that, in that place. It was a nonstop party, man. I mean, all day, all night, every day. Didn't Kenyatta go on to do the um, Ice Cold Mother <clears throat> Union Street Hustlers? He did. He did. He, a um, Stone Cold... Pacific yeah. Northwest classic. Yeah, mm-hmm. safe to say that. Who produced uh, that? Did you work on that? Uh, no, no. Actually, um, at the time we were like in this space where you know he was doing his thing and we was kind of doing a, a different thing, you know. And so uh, he had shot out and did that. Uh, I'm not even sure where. I think he did it with Ray. And easing them guys, okay. Uh, but I'm you know, not. Ease had won that won the MC battle that I put on. I remember yeah. that name floating. I'm on. not 100 percent sure, but uh, yeah, he did that and blam, it it, it went. It you know went, what I remember it about it was a, a one way sample, yeah. cutie pie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it had a wave in it. It sounded like he had the pitch bend, oh. and I don't know. I don't know if he meant to do that right. exactly. Yeah. That was your favorite part, but <laughs> sounded kind of underwaterish a little. Yeah, so that was dude's uh, breakout. Cut. Okay, so you went on to do what after that? Uh, so we uh, at the, when we had the record store and everything, we uh, we were dealing with a lot of local cats that you know what I'm saying really didn't a have any money or resources uh, you know to record. So we would grab little cats off the street like that that would come you know by the studio and just hang out all day long, and and uh, we just put out a. Uh, um, a couple of tapes Actually uh, Let me take that back We did put out a tape uh, Myself and Damani The PTG Called Time Flies And it uh, One of the cuts used Yeah The Janet Jackson sample Of Time Flies That they told us To cease and desist On <laughs> After we like, uh, uh, Check this out here Put it out <laughs> Yeah It was funny 40 grand I believe Was the Was the number All That right. they were like uh, Yeah We uh, need that We're You have that? that You yeah. have a copy of it Oh yeah, I got a couple tapes. Okay, yeah. you're gonna give me that. We're gonna play that. We got a couple tapes, no yeah. doubt. Um, but um, anyway, um, so we did that, and that did you know that did pretty good. People liked that and everything. But um, my focus started uh, 
you know, changing a lot more to production too at the time. And uh, uh, from the record store, we had an abrupt ending at the record store. It was lovely it while it lasted, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> like you said, everything has an end. Uh, yeah, it did that. And uh, in the process, I lost one of my mood boards. I'm I'm still really hurt about that. I was gonna say that hurts me. That sounds hearing that. <laughs> yeah, I did, but um, it was what it was, and um. Uh, then let's see what happened after that. You said then, you shifted to production. Yeah, I started more on production. Um, I started doing stuff with Forty and and messing with a lot of uh, Bay Area cats and going to the Bay quite a bit and um, doing a lot of stuff out there. Then it was just kind of like a period of you know what am I gonna do? Am I gonna deal with? more of this because I was still asked you know wanted to rap I, I, I still aspired to rap and do my thing so I was approached by um, uh, a partner of mine his name is Hector Ramos Senior Ramos and um, he uh, himself and uh, um, his uh, now brother-in-law had a group that they were trying to you know put together and they both did music individually but then wanted to come together and do some stuff and at the time, I was kind of just more looking for like a just kind of like a place to rest, you know what I'm saying, and and, and just work, you know, and uh, get some stuff done. So they approached me to uh, join and uh, be a part of that, and that's what then later turned into No Good Therapy. And uh, what year was that? Ramos Records, ninety, ninety three, four, ninety four, and uh, probably ninety six. So you produced the bulk share of that? Or? Yeah, so I produced everything. <laughs> that's <laughs> what it was. Like, so that's a bulk share. Right, yeah. yeah. So uh, like our first album, it was crazy because we we uh, recorded our first album out at Paul Hubert studio. If anybody knows Paul Hubert, he, he's like he's super nerd. From what I from what I heard was like XM Radio had what they needed to do, whatever it was, and the satellite people had whatever, but they were missing something in between. And my guy Paul was the was the link, whatever he that was. was. What was missing? <laughs> yeah, he created that. So hell of a smart dude, and had a big dope studio out um out in North End. Uh, it's now a library, a library right there by uh, uh, Northgate Mall. And uh, he had a dope studio there. Anyway, we recorded our first album there. Myself, Senior Ramos, uh, Mr. No Good, um, and uh, Famous. His name was Zone, then he changed his name to Famous. And that was our first album. But see, our first album out there and the price and the way he had recorded, it was right before Pro Tools LE came out. So, um there was a cost differential. It's like you're gonna either pay out the ass or you know, right? Pay out the ass. So <laughs> we paid out the ass for our first album, and uh, it was cool. You know, what I'm saying it was a learning experience because I have, you know, so I'm a producer and also I'm rapping, but I have three other guys that you know aren't as experienced, and you know. We're talking different, totally different cultures. So one's Mexican, Senior Ramos, and then my guy, uh, uh, no good, he's Samoan, and then uh, uh, my guy, uh, uh, famous, is from New Orleans. So trying to fit all these styles and <laughs> all these uh, different things into these albums was was definitely a learning curve for the first, especially for the first two albums, I would say. 
you know, with that. But we were received well. That's what was crazy. I mean, it wasn't here, you know what I'm saying, unfortunately, at home. But um, across the country and uh, especially uh, what we decided to do was say we looked at a map one day and um, and said to ourselves, especially and I would suggest this to any local um, um, or starting out artist, man, just get a map, you know, what I'm saying and, and, and really just look at it like a big map, not a little one on your iPhone, but <laughs> get you one of them big joints so you can slap on the wall, you know, what I'm saying and really check out. And we kind of realized that if we concentrate on just the areas that's around here, you know, Yakima, Idaho, um, Portland, uh, you know, Oregon, uh, Spokane, uh, you know, those areas and a lot of those small towns Bellingham. and Bellingham. Exactly. But when I say concentrate on those, I mean, really hit them like, you know, what I'm saying beyond this nonstop whirlwind two year tour of these places over and over again. And what ended up happening is, you know, a small radio started loving us, you know what I'm saying? Because we'd come out there and we'd support their events and um, in turn, um, they would do the same. But uh, the fans, they were just kind of homegrown and then they just kind of saw how we uh, went from doing little club shows to, uh, you know, the bigger uh, arena thing down there in, uh, in Yakima in a few years, you know what I mean? So uh, the fans were really a part of No Good Therapy's uh, uh, history and um, support team. So shout out to them. Shout out to Yakima. If I recall, uh, <laughs> you guys had a really good run, and I think Universal picked you up. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. So. I think you guys sold over 10K uh, independently. Yeah. Correct? Yeah, it was, uh, it was over that. Um, but um, we sold a lot of CDs, and so... Um, every and that was the other thing about the group, you know, and something else that I would I'll, I'll forever take away from that experience is that everybody did their job, you know what I'm saying? Everybody had a job and everybody did their job. My job was to produce and make everybody sound good, and uh, I did that. And then, uh, famous and no good's job was to hit the road and sell the CDs. And what I mean by that is these two dudes stood outside of every club, not just in Seattle, but up and down the West Coast, okay, not going into the club one time, standing <laughs> outside the entire time, slinging CDs, okay? Now, do you know how many knows that is, y'all, okay? I mean, I've done it, too, with them, too, quite a bit, but not as definitely not as much as them, but, I mean, that's what they did, you know what I'm saying? And that's what was required at the time, and it's funny while um, the Up and Smoke tour, when uh, Dr. Dre had the Up and Smoke tour, uh, my dudes basically followed the tour. <laughs> so they went to each city up and down the West Coast um, to each show. And while people stood in line to get in, they was just hitting them. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Just slanging that, that shit. So they, they, they really, really uh, helped us out with that. Another thing that helped us was a lot of car shows. You know what I'm saying? Because we had the Mexican in the group, so they was always all over us about that. <laughs> you know, I never really, you know, I never really put that together until we really went out there and started seeing, like, right. wow, 
Like, yeah. oh my God. Right. You think of that now, yeah. If you're a whole new market, you're the artist performing at a car show, let's, you know, that's crazy people. Totally. So, it's direct into their system, exactly <clears throat> what it sounds like. <laughs> and I mean, that, that circuit. I mean, you don't understand. Once you do a couple, you know what I'm saying, and you've done good, there are car shows everywhere. So, you know, they were asking us to go here and there, you know, doing all these different car shows and stuff like that. And it was it was great exposure. And that was just the thing about the group. It was so diverse, you know what I'm saying? We could, you know, if it's car show time, we could, you know what I'm saying, we're going to low ride with the best of them. <laughs> we got plenty slaps for that. If it's right. if we need to, you know what I'm saying, take it to the hood, we got plenty of that, you know. Uh, or if we need to talk to them ladies, we had plenty of that. So uh, it was a collection of, of three minds, you know what I'm saying, and we always went into the studio together and came up with ideas and, you know, a lot of the songs are fun and you know what I'm saying um, you know some are serious and we always um, grabbed other artists too um, that were either hanging around the studio or you know uh, coming up like Tiffany Wilson she's doing really good right now and uh, if you look back on a couple of her albums you know what I'm saying um, like we I put some of her first music together and uh, just that. gave her a shot you know what I'm saying and just slapped her song on the album and it was funny because we used to always repress our albums and I'm you know I'm I'm just a nerd like uh, I want this you know the sound quality to be better and, right. <laughs> and this and that so every time it was time to repress I'm like okay I got a new <laughs> I got a new <laughs> uh, I got a new master you know and I would add a song or take off a song right. and stuff like that so we had different versions of the same album it was <laughs> crazy i mean i mean that's probably might even be a collector's item now to get to have every version of that i don't even probably have that but um yeah we gave uh tiffany wilson a shot another uh interesting tidbit in fact is that um chocolate here from seattle is another one that i gave uh one of her first shots to she's on a song uh called uh sun goes down she's rapping <laughs> on the yeah, song she used, to, she used to spit more yeah cause she used to spit more right so in the process of that she was like you know yo I wanna uh, sing and do some R&B and blah 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 so I gave her a track or something like that and um, she I think she went off and did something with it but I didn't actually get that one back but again you know mess with her when nobody was can I get a track on the new album by the way <laughs> anyway <laughs> Anyway, we got we got we got to get some more work done like that. But anyway, we've always wanted to put people uh, that were on on, and um, in the process of us doing four albums, four or five albums, I think as No Get Therapy, we did get picked up by Universal, um, and uh, we did a I think it was a album two album deal um, with them. How'd that pan out? Uh, you know, it was it was the bottom end of you know label stuff, deals and labels right. and you know what have you. Yeah, I remember that right. was around the time, the era. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like everything was just crapping like out. Said, the, you know, Pro what Tools was coming yeah. out. Right. Yeah, the record like, oh, industry was going like, out. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> it was panic mode. It, you know right. what I'm saying? In in the in the Capitol building. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and all that, but uh. It was, uh, again, another learning experience. This was also the time when, uh, like, iTunes and stuff started, you know, right. popping. So I always say to people, I said, well, we was out there in the streets, you know, slinging these CDs uh, and doing very well at that and had been, uh, you know, 
uh, showing others how to do it, and a lot of others was following. There was a whole other culture brewing who was sitting at home on a computer, you know, trying to say, figuring out how to do this, that, and the other, and getting their computer game on, and and that sort of thing. And, and if there's one thing I could say, uh, no good therapy missed out on is capitalizing more on our uh, online and um, that sort of thing. Because at one point, our website was getting like ten thousand hits a day. You know what I'm saying? And um, cats didn't have the keys to monetization. You know, when all that was brewing, you know, there's a lot of... It was no, it's a, yeah, new, exactly. a new language. Yeah, right. Yeah, totally. New I math, mean, new language. It was brand new. So it was what it was. And, you know, No Good Therapy had a, a great, great run and still still does stuff to this day. So, well, there's there's like three or four different branches and things that's going on now uh, with the whole situation. So my partner uh, and my business partner for, shoot, over 20 years now, Hector Ramos, um, acquired a TV station, uh, which is... Uh, station is called PXTV and it's an extreme sports station and it's primarily in uh, Latin America uh, but uh, steadily uh, creeping its way over it's like over 4 million subscribers to the station and um, basically I'm the music's uh, supervisor of that Um, so there's a bunch of content and shows and um different events that uh, they go to. Uh, they went to the X Games and and did all this stuff. And then, so I'm responsible of, you know, getting the music together and uh, making the music sound like the station. So, exciting music with um, their, their videos and um, the shows, because there's like a bunch of different shows also on there, you know, um, just like regular type mountain biking and, you know, um, BMX and, you know, yeah. So, so now they're, they're, we're going towards a, you know, adding the music piece into that, which is, which is great. So we're going to, uh, be having videos, you know, showing on there bunch of no good therapy videos <laughs> no <Yeah. laughs> nah, but i mean it's crazy now nah, because we did um i did um a couple uh remixes for um a surf show to some of our songs and so i put like a caribbean vibe to uh some of our cuts and right. then we ended up i think i had to do like eight or nine of them or something like that and so you know my my, my business partner is always thinking well hey man that that's an album <laughs> you know, hey, sound like you got a hustler on the yeah. team. <laughs> that, that's an album, buddy. You know, we got over ten. Okay, cut. Oh, <laughs> you know, they'll grab a crappy picture from me and make an album. So, but uh, the thing about those things is that you know they've been received really well over there. They're they're really liking that music, and it's just another resurgence. And we see our other, you know, our old albums, you know, getting life, and right. you know they're checking those out and. And digging them, you know what I'm saying? So that's a tight conduit to have, though, man. That's yeah. you know just another culture to tap into. Totally, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I'm 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 really digging that. Um, it's a new thing for me to do. You know, it's a challenge, and man, I have to keep learning. You know what I'm saying? My mind just just has to keep learning something. So I see you out there banging that uh, machine. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. The Facebook Live, so I can tell you continue the learning curve. Oh yeah, chipping away at it, and see your post too. You know, uh, keeping the, the the West Coast uh, <laughs> vibe alive. 
<laughs> I was going to say, you have an impressive track record. You work with a yeah. lot of artists. Yeah, you've kind of brushed over the 40 stuff, but that's, you know. Yeah, I mean. E-40. People know me, man. I'm, yeah, I've yeah. never been a dude to toot my horn. And maybe that's kind of my problem. I'm from, you know, that era, you know, mm-hmm. of show it and not say it, you know. But I work with a lot of people, man, that people wouldn't even really recognize come through this joint, you know. Right. And will come to my little abode, you know what I mean? Knock um, some shit out, though. Right, because at the end of the day, it's about quality and sound. And if it's sounding good, they're going to come to you. So that's one thing I've learned, man, and, and I keep as my standard. You know, I don't care who you are. I'm going to treat you the same as the next guy, you know. And I'm not going to allow you to come in here and disrespect the game and, you know, not give it your all, no matter what it is. So Little Yachty will never be in your studio. <laughs> no, that's, that's, <laughs> no, that's not to say that. It's, it's to say if he's there, though, that guaranteed I'm going to be on your helmet just like everybody else <laughs> about having your shit right. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm not going to allow you to, you know, for instance, say it and it's and it didn't come out right. And you say, okay, that's cool. That's not, that's not right. cool. You're not here. It's not. Yeah, you're doing your job. Right. I got to. I got, I got to keep these cats like, you know, because a lot of them never been told no. That's that's always the funny part. The first time. Right. <laughs> the first time somebody's <laughs> told them no. Like, nah, man. <laughs> that ain't it, pimp. You feel me? Nah, man. Everybody's been telling me I've been the shit. Every t- everything I do, I piss you know? excellence. Yeah. What you talking about, though? <laughs> That's real talk, man. I mean, I've I've got into it with gangsters. I mean, you know. Dog, nah. That's that's that him. Look, I'll help you get it right. You know what I'm saying? But that ain't right. So... That's just one thing they know about me. It's like you're gonna come there, you're gonna get what you pay for, and I mean that. You know, I'm gonna do my job, to do yours. You know, so um, I can't remember what we was talking about. Oh, you were talking about machine? Yeah, man, machine's dope. So I mean, I had to transfer to uh, some sort of computer-based system. Um, I realized that a few years back because you know the sounds I wanted and the, you know, the, the way I wanted to manipulate sound uh, was changing. And, you know, I'm from ASR 10 era, you know, so, I mean, literally. As well. Literally, that was my weapon forever. And, um, <clears throat> So I think Alchemist and Jake still use it. Yeah, yeah safe to say. And I would too if mine wasn't so goddamn heavy. Mine's at 88 keys, <laughs> right. you know. But I swear to God, I used to take this thing all over the country yeah. in a big, gigantic flight case. It was ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> this thing was huge, what you, bro. What do you think back about it? <laughs> Just lug this thing coast to coast. I did, and thank God did it was you? before you had to. Uh, they were paying yeah. for, oh, for for the weight and all that. Oh, oh my God, yeah, this thing was brutally heavy, man. So. um but yeah, that was my thing, and the way I, the reason I loved it so much was because everything was there, you know, in one um, situation. So my sequencers there, and all my sounds are there. I could call a song up, the whole song's gonna come up, and then when I'm done, I could save it all here in one place right. and move on. You know what I'm saying? So I have got an MPC. Um, a few years later. Yeah, no, this is a long time later. I mean, 
way after we'll stop being cool to use the <laughs> <laughs> ASR. I was still using it. Is right. what I'm saying. <laughs> you feel me? So, um, but you know, I'm I'm I've always been the type of person to say if it ain't broke, you know what I'm saying. Right. If I'm still, I agree. If I'm still getting the quality of sound out of this joint, right. you know what I'm saying. And I had I had you know. I had the ins and outs of this joint. So it wasn't like I was just, you know, using it because it was this. No, I knew how to make it sound good. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's some tricks and things you have to do to to make the ASR work. You know what I'm saying? And I had figured those golden things out. So I had acquired an MPC and RC, another uh, producer from the town. Shout out to RC, my bro. Shout out. Um, was like, bro, man, because he had been using it for a while, the uh, MPC. He's like, man, you got to get on that MPC, bro. I mean, literally, it's sitting right behind me in the studio, you know what I'm saying? Not plugged in or nothing for two years. That's how it happens sometimes. And I'm just like, nah, man. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm like, I'm good right now. I mean, but but also, if you're a keyboard dude, you know what I'm saying? You know, me, but I remember the suite too, where everybody's hopping on MP and I'm passed. saying, if you wanted to, you nah, would have. Nah, you wouldn't have yeah. let it sat back there, nah, man. I got one on me right now that I, like, <laughs> that I inherited. That I inherited that has like a power button issue that I haven't really touched, but I have it on my person. Like I, I just haven't had the. I mean, there's certain I was things. Just, there's certain things you, you you how it triggers and whatnot that you you can't really do right too readily. I mean, right. There's definitely people that can freak the ASR, but yeah, pad pad type of programming did kind of come up. Well, then it came to the simple fact of sound. You know what I'm saying? It, so, uh, yeah, you could you could MIDI a you know a, a rack mount to the ASR and then do you know right. blah 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 blah. But it just started becoming you know more of a hassle. You know what I'm saying? Right. And not as fluent in my production. So I'm like, okay, man, let me get this thing a shot. And um, fired it up. I'm talking late, y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure. Everybody been doing this in PC. How late you talking? I'm talking late. Let's see. Last month? I mean, how late? Nah. But I will say it was... Last year. No, 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 no. 2000... BZ Mac will add the Mac and Judge in 2000. That was in 2000. Okay, so... That was the okay. So I'd say two thousand and four, maybe. It, it, it had definitely been getting used by then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah, safe to say, you know. But how did uh, how did it work for you? I'm saying, was that your go-to so, for a minute or? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, I jumped on there and I didn't look back for a minute, but I still was kind of addicted to the ASR flow. Right. So that's what kind of took a minute to uh, to adjust to. I had to get uh, so then I had to get a bunch of sound modules. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Let's play the sound module game. And so you know, Motif, uh, Phantom, uh, uh, Roland, get a whole bunch of other outboard gear, and you know whatever else keyboards and you know you can find that sort of thing. And um, what ended up happening was production slowed down. You know what I'm saying? I'm making bigger songs. I'm making like... Fewer bigger songs. Right. 
I'm making crack though. I mean, it's it's huge. It's big. It's you know, it's whatever. But it's taking me two days to make it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's taking me sometimes taking me a week to make it. But the problem being is that I can't save it. You know what I'm saying? Like on the ASR, right. I could just hit right. save and I'm done and I'm you know, I'm to a new idea, you feel me? You need a zip drive. Right. I definitely I love my zip. I still got my zips and that was yeah. Cats used to walk around the scuzzies. The scuzzy? You scuzzied up, dog? You got the scuzzy on it? Exactly. Oh, you don't? Exactly. Oh. Exactly. <laughs> you got you got an exactly. eight output expander? Exactly. <laughs> I got mine at the crib. He did. So, um, yeah, my workflow was um, it was mad slow, man. So, I mean, while I was really appreciating the, the quality of the sound that was coming out, I just I, I was I wasn't having fun. You know, and I was uh, losing ideas, and it was it was a dreadful time too. I mean, it just I I didn't want I didn't want the production to suffer, and what was suffering was the fact that people, no matter how long I take on it, they're still not going to pay me more. <laughs> when it came to the realization, no matter how special I think, you know what I'm saying. So <laughs> the dollars just didn't match up. Nah. That's what I knew. You know what I'm saying. The dollars didn't. They didn't give a fuck. If I was, can you cuss on here? I'm sorry. It's I the internet, yeah. bro. Oh, okay. It's, 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 I've been yeah. being real you can, nice. You can by go the off way. if you, you want can, to. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, it's the place. All right. Word. Consider we it. encourage it. Exactly. Okay. Good to know. There you go. But um yeah so uh that just it, it, it didn't work well with my flow man so um but I didn't really have a choice I mean so I had to grind it out and so what I did was I would um make the track and then I just immediately dump it down to pro tools and I'd do that regardless uh regardless of the tracks or regardless of uh the song and I would try to I would try to be faster, you know, like to say I could always come back and add, you know what I'm saying, to this to this later. Um and I did that for years and 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 tried to find a solution, you know, to to my quickness and and that just ended up being get quicker motherfucker <laughs> you know what I'm saying there was really no other thing besides just do the shit faster you know what I'm saying so it came from being a week to t- you know to two days or from two days to being you know uh, a, a day and then a half a day and then knocking two out in a day and, right. you know that sort of thing so so basically you wanted to speed up the process in the production in the MPC yeah. It's taking a sweet time and toll on you. <laughs> Do you sample a lot? Uh, no. Yeah, um, you, you've um, always been pretty organic. Same um, thing like with RC. Yeah, I'm not a. Uh, you know, I do sample. No, it's, right, let's let's. I know when I stopped by the other day, you had you loaded that soul sample up for me to chop up and. Yeah, and that was um, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so my thing is, you know. Uh, why sample what I could play, you know? Um, so for the longest, I've always tried to make it so that my music is mine and 
Not somebody else's after time flies, you know, the 40 grand that, that stuck with me. Right. <laughs> you want to get your publishing, you, know you want your points, right? Uh, I want my money, right. um, and um, I like being creative too. So, um, I, I start making music a lot of different ways. I could start with a sample, and uh, a lot of times by the end, I'll pull the sample out. Right. You know what I'm saying, and then then I've captured what I wanted, which was really the feel. You know, I want the feel of that. What makes it feel like that? Is, the oomph. You know, and each you know song or sample has this different piece of that. You know, right. and, and that's important if you're trying to do a '70s style, you know, or you know '60s style or whatever it is. You know, you you have to you have to understand what makes it do what it does right. you know and a lot of times you have to sample it to to really understand it but then you know I, I try to learn from that so you know while I'm listening to the sample for parts I'm also listening to the instruments that are in it you know and what's making that part right. do what <laughs> I want it to do or what it's doing you know what I mean right. and um I try to grasp from that and then create off of that, you know. Uh, it's a challenge to me to to try to figure out that, you know, to try to figure out, like, how the hell did this band make right. this? Like, <laughs> They were on a lot of drugs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Drugs <laughs> had a, a major influence on all music. I believe we had that conversation right. as well when I was on the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Safe to say, you know what I'm saying. Um, so... Uh, I take that into consideration, <laughs> you know. But um, uh, but back to the speed. Um, speed's important because to me, it's it. I, I had my brain is like you know, I'm a person off emotions. You know, what I'm saying so. I create what I feel, you know, and if I'm feeling a certain way right now, I'm a Gemini, so it could change. <laughs> you know and, and it will. And it right. will. Yeah, fuck yeah. So it's like I might start this way and then want to do something else halfway through. So I have to uh, have some sort of a system that I could save quick enough so I could get to that next thought. Right. And the next phase of that uh, was uh, getting into uh, software. Um, some sort of software situation, you know. Uh, years and years ago, I was in LA and was approached by uh, uh, a rep from Native Instruments, and it was like, psh, "Bitch, I got my ASR ten. <laughs> are you are you Basically. kidding me? I'm not using that crap." And and it was actually when their sound sucked too. You know what I'm saying? So you don't feel bad as, as yeah. bad for that stance. No, no, no. Your sound sucked at the time, you know. But uh, over the years, uh, I mean, quickly over the years, though, they turned that around. And um, there's no way I could get a 10 gig sample into my anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I had to figure that out. The other thing I was I was getting pissed about was the fact that um, these keyboard companies and um, uh, even the drum machines companies for for a lot of it weren't uh, listening to producers. You know, hmm. they 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 were making it to make money, and that's apparent. 
you know, if you look at my studio, they weren't really thinking about the producers. And it's like you buy this box and, you know, we have a thousand new sounds and this right. new keyboard and blah, blah, blah. You know, all this. But the point being is you can't upgrade this. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yes, they came out with their little cartridges or their, you know, expansion packs that you could buy for 500 and stick in there. But, you know, it, A, it wasn't quick enough. You know, um, they weren't making them quick enough. They weren't making enough. They weren't making the type of stuff that uh, we wanted. So, um I still had to search for different ways. And my biggest way is, and it's always been, was turn it upside down. You know what I'm saying? And what I mean by that is instead of using instruments this way, let's use them this way now. And let's start going in there and turning some buttons and (laughs) adding some shit. And you're messing with some LFOs and, you know, oscillators and, you know, just screwing with shit. And I would always do that anyway, just just to, I mean, even if it was that one sound everybody knew, I'm just going to put a little something on it just to say that I did something to it, damn it. And uh, it's mine. So I feel that the way the MPC stuff was rolling, that they weren't catching up quick enough, you know, to uh, the demand of what was going on today. And especially when you're dealing with, I'm I'm not a producer that produces one type of style of music, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I make West Coast beats only or this and that, you know? The thing is, I have learned literally how to make everything, and I mean that, like, like every style. That's every, gonna keep you working. Yeah, safe <laughs> to say that, you know. But it's also because I'm a music lover, you know. And uh, and again, w- once I like something or or, or like something about that, mm-hmm. I have to figure out why I like it. Right. You know, I have to figure out that what and why within it. So it could be a a rock song or you know uh, a EDM. You know. Yeah. Let's talk about that too because. Before yeah. we came on, you were saying back in the day how you had to watch seven uh, new wave videos before <laughs> that one R and B one would come on. Right, right, right. <laughs> totally. So, so you got open <clears throat> and exposed to yeah. Boy George, Madonna. Totally, totally. Duran Duran, Pet Shop uh, Boys, Pet Shop Boys, <laughs> Devo. You know, uh, Culture Club, uh, The Police, um, MTV Eighties. Yeah. MTV 80s and and what that did was was subconsciously put songs in our heads you right. know I didn't even really know I knew those songs <laughs> but yeah <you had, laughs> right so you were humming them the other right. day yeah. well you know you know you uh yeah. Until one either comes across and you're like, hmm, you know, and you're you're right with it, or you're like, you're like, hey. yeah, that song's hard. I'm saying, by the way. I'm saying, because it'll be, like a, it'll, be it'll just be yeah. an element because all right. that stuff was, you know, coming out of the, I mean, MTV 80s. It was breakdance totally. era, totally. Was, you know, Jelly Bean kind of. Or I'll be playing a bass feel. on bass lines or something, you know, trying to figure out a bass line, and I'll, you know, end up on a similar page yeah. to something Be- of that, you know, that era and that time. And, and that was totally, uh, 
Yeah, we had to watch 17 videos <laughs> to, to see that one video we wanted to see. You know what I'm saying? Anything rap. And it ended up being Snap, and you're like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> one of the two, I got the powers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> In the wrong version. Right, right, right. Yeah, you did like, the wrong Damn one it. at that. <laughs> Damn. Gotta wait another two hours. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> you know. So um, TV eighties indeed. Yeah, while it was a great time, it was uh, interesting to to watch this business uh, unfold unfold into that. But um, so um, to speed this process up of, of the stuff, um, I basically studied and said, okay, you have to find a way that's gonna um, work for you. Number one, you're a button pusher. You you have to push buttons so if that means you're gonna get a, some sort of a controller situation or a, you know um, a this or that you, you you have to figure it out if you're gonna MIDI it to the MPC and trigger it from there or how are you gonna do this to get the sounds in and um, you know I figured I had time still you know and it was still growing the process of uh the sense and and all that but I'm missing out a little bit my music isn't sounding is uh current you know I would say so it kind of forced me to hurry it up a little bit and so luckily uh <laughs> this is what's so funny about it a friend of mine named uh Pierre Wright shout out to Flip he's a uh, not a producer, but loves music and um, dibbles and dabbles, I'll say. And I'm, I'll even say he might even be a producer, but <laughs> you know, he's on his thing. But um, so he said, Hey, BZ, man, look, you need to check out Machine. And uh, he's like, Man, if I'm on it like this, no telling what you could do. And I'm like, mm, Okay, well. I'll check it out. You know what I'm saying? Let's see. I didn't. And <laughs> went upon my merry way, doing my thing, you know. And uh, saw him again. He hit me up the same thing, man. What's up? You got that machine yet? You check it out? You check it out? Nah, bro. I ain't checked it out yet. I ain't checked it out yet. I said, matter of fact, tonight. I'm going to check it out tonight. And so um, so that night, I actually checked it out. And I went online. and um, Oh, that's what it was. Remember the Mikos and the Nikos, those boards? Yeah. Nico. Okay. Yeah. Had the keyboard, had the screen, had oh. everything you needed all in one unit. Right, right. So Which that's what I was. Basically a little <coughs> controller and a laptop. Right? right. So I was torn at the time between one of those. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and those were fit. Those oh, were like those the, were like the discs. That's everything. Yeah. yeah. The pads, the discs. Everything the, in yeah, one yeah. unit. It was, and so it was reminiscent of the ASR. So that's why, I mean, I was really, really close to uh, grabbing that situation. But. It was PC based, right? And um, you're macked up at this point. Yeah, I'm super Mac, and I'm not knowledgeable uh, enough to uh, because after doing more research, it turns out that you need to know a little um, about that platform to to right. really make it happen. Now, yes, I could do that, and blah blah blah. But see, my learning curve situation is very precious you know within all this I can't stop something learn it 
take my time to learn this and then, you know, proceed. No. Once I moved to the next thing, I had to be moving flawlessly. <laughs> right. Okay. Through this situation. <laughs> okay. To, to continue doing stuff at the level I'm doing it at. And, you know, my clients are going to want that and they need that and they have to have what, you know, they're requesting from me. So I don't have that luxury. So I'm like, well, the Nico is, plus the price point was kind of crazy. It was just, I mean, for what I was getting and I just, I wasn't a hundred percent on that joint. And thank God, (laughs) (laughs) thank God I wasn't. And, um, you know, waited, you know, that's another thing. I'm a patient dude and being in this business, you have to be, you know, and I've learned that it, ha- I had to learn it because previous to me being patient, I had attitude, you know, so it's either be an asshole and, and have attitude or learn some patience and, um, you know, be in this business a little bit longer. So, I learned a lot of patience and within that I learned to wait. So I waited and I waited and I was still busting them out on the MPC, you know, uh, waiting for something right to make sense to, yeah, to call my name. You know what I mean? And, um, he hit me again about the machine, my guy. And he texted me this time. He's like, did you check it out? Because I had lied before and said I did, and I didn't. <laughs> so uh, this time I actually did. And I went online and I looked at the site and everything and looked at the stuff. And a producer name uh, that I really respect uh, from back in the days, EA Ski, uh, was on there. And, you know, my guy was like, look at my MPC. Look at my so-and-so. He's like, I got every MPC, Okay from the 1,000 to the 5,000 up in here. And they're all dusty because I ain't touched them because I've been on this machine all day. You know what I'm saying? (sighs) Really? (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, wait a minute. And then he started talking about the sounds, and he's like, man, out the box. You're you're slapping. What? Man, get out of here. So finally I said, man, I'm going to go ahead and uh, go for this situation because... It came with something similar to an MPC. It came with a controller that was, you know, kind of built like the MPC. Right. It definitely is not the quality, you know. And that's the biggest thing I was scared about, you know, because um, I'm traveling with this thing and, you know, I want it, it has to be reliable. I'm in studios. Right. I don't want to be pulling out some toy that's, you know, falling apart. And <laughs> that's shit. what it looks like and feels right. like. Yeah. yeah. Cheap plastic toy. <laughs> right. <laughs> looks like a Simon Says or something. Right. Exactly. Um, but um, once I got it, and uh, the first thing I checked was the responsiveness because I'm like, nothing could be as responsive as the NPC, you know, the pads and the way it feels and this and that. I thought it was better (laughs) when I hit the pad. I mean, it was, it was immediate, like, pow, like what? Okay. Low the sounds. It had huge, nice, big sounds that came with it. So I'm like, okay, well, let me, you know, let me, let me, let me get us a shot and try to, you know, uh, not to mention thousands 
of huge big sounds that comes with it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so I started rocking out. You know, what I'm saying, I started making some stuff, and and again, I'm 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 feeling like a kid again because I'm I'm doing it ASR ten style. So you know, I'm, I'm able to start an idea. Oh, that was cool. One thing I don't ever do is is erase or throw a beat right. away, and and I would suggest no one to do that because somebody might like that. You know, I mean, I've sold so many tracks that that. Yeah. That you've written off? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that I was like, that's definitely not the one. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's so funny how... <laughs> Everybody got their pair of ears. Yeah, and they the, do. And the brain that processes that. Totally, so. totally. So um, I've never thrown a, uh, a track away or deleted anything. So I'm just moving on to the next. And um, I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. You know, my flow and my creativity is back. And um, I'm moving a little bit quicker. Um, now, I still didn't have the, the right sounds and stuff like that, so I needed to invest more in that. And um, it's crazy how money talks now. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I used to have to search and search for either records or, you know, to sample the right thing that I needed or... Uh, you know, you look through sound sets. They right. used to have CDs, uh, libraries, stuff. sample shit off the internet, or you know, just different stuff. You know, in the different Alchemist ways. drum kit from eBay. Eight oh eight bass alchemist. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, uh, I used to do a lot of that uh, uh, too, but. I'm like, you know, with this software, there's just so much more out there to get, you know, like somebody's already sampled the symphony, you know what right. I'm saying? Piece by piece right. and instrument by instrument. And uh, they've really already took, taken the time, excuse me, to to break all that stuff down and um, to make it full, big and rich and sound like a symphony sounds, which is the most important thing, you know, uh, a sound sounding like it's supposed to sound. And so, um, slowly and slowly, I, I got more into this, uh, machine. And then, um, I picked up, uh, what is that? Complete nine. I think I got, uh, which, uh, comes with the hard drive. So, Better that thing's huge. Yeah, I was gonna say it was. Like, <laughs> I remember. I remember a few years like, back, three hundred like, gigs. Or yeah, something. be like, you gotta <laughs> leave your computer like, off yeah. for for ten days. To, yeah, to oh, it was on. One. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Complete yeah. was like safe to say. Said complete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I just met about because I mean it came dedication with dedication of time. <laughs> it came with some decent stuff, but I was missing, you know, some strings, guitars, and you know, just some. Some of your fundamentals. Yeah, pianos, some stuff like that. So I got this um, complete deal. And, I mean, sounds upon top of sounds upon top of sounds upon top of sounds. And if you know how to manipulate sound uh, to any degree, then, A, you don't even need that many because you could turn I was going to say how many thing. do you right. really right. need you can turn right. you, you, a few into you a could lot. spend a week just going through all the sounds they give you yeah totally 
I mean, it's really like overwhelming. So that was my first problem <laughs> with machine. Yeah, we just wanted to be whelming. I was over. <laughs> I was I totally. To yes. I was totally overwhelmed. Stop. Just whelming. Yeah. I had went on a tangent and went crazy and was just on this find everything. You know, right. I'm talking. I'm buying all kind of shit. You know, just this that. These are some cool strings. They said these are the best. No, these are the best. <laughs> you know. So um, the companies loved you. They did. <laughs> they still do. How much I'm, is the uh, the complete program? Uh, I think it's like a rack or maybe fifteen hundred, something like that. Something like that. Somebody's yeah. winning. Oh, they're winning. You know what I'm saying? But again, it's a ton of shit. I mean, that they do upgrade. You know often you right. know so they'll say here's some more shit you know <laughs> that you need or whatever but um it's it's a lot of sounds that um i needed so once i had those um and i understood uh the fundamentals of you know getting around on this thing then i just uh practice on speed and um I would just start a beat, you know, um, however I started it or whatever, and then just see it all the way through, uh, through song mode over and over again. So what's, boom. What's your, what's your average? What's a good speed? Um, a for, good speed for me is, um, idea to fully fleshed. Well, there's, there's like sub right, things yeah. within that because like if we're dealing with R and B, I just have to give it longer. Right. You know, um, uh, so the rappers get the short end of the stick. Well, that's not necessary. Well, <laughs> rappers, like, like, the rappers are the singers now. Right. So I mean, you're know, cranking them out like, uh, like uh, you follow knots on on Instagram. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. He, he cranks. He, he, I think he posts like five beats a day. Mm. Like and all. Like, I mean, P. Rock texts me beats. Yeah, same thing. Right. Six beats every day. Yeah. yeah. We also got to realize too. I'm not sampling these, you know what I'm right. saying, either. You know, I'm talking... Fully flushed. I'm talking... I, I play everything that you hear in these tracks, you know what I'm saying. Uh, I'm not using um, loops. Right. I'm not using, uh, you know, how they have the... Uh, chop. Uh, yeah, like the chops and the... I mean, now they even have it so that they have the synth parts broke down, you know, you know, like you could really like just sample. I mean, just take that and put it in there and then, you know, it's already tempoed, you know, saying 98 tempo, you know, pick everything in 98 and then stick it in there and see what you get. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not doing that. Similar puzzles. You know what I'm saying? I'm still producing for real. You know what I'm saying? Playing every kick, hi-hat, snare, drum baseline uh uh everything uh within the track so um sometimes it still might take a day depending on what i'm doing but but i if i'm rolling you know what i'm saying i'm i'm four i'm four solid a day nice um well, shoot, how, who, who's getting the heat now? Because I see, you know, you, you, you're busy current day, and obviously your workflow is working for you. So, and I see you posting like, you know, like you, like you uh, want to be uh, uh, more involved in the in the in the, in the West Coast, uh, not to limit it, but the, but at least what you've been posting lately. A lot of these, well, a lot of these cats that could benefit from you. Well, I was I was just a little discouraged because here we have two people that were just in town you know what i'm saying we have yg 
and we had the game that were here in the city and then they put out two albums you know what I'm saying and they both kind of focused on west coast music and what I mean by that is heavy bass lines you know what I'm saying and claps and you know west coast right. you know what I'm saying old too short Funk film uh, from what I from what I heard but the YG joint I haven't, I haven't ran into it what I'm saying is that if I feel that if they that's what they wanted, they they really should have messed with some producers from around here that really really have that West Coast sound. I mean, and it's updated. It's not just you know the same old sound. Right. It's uh you know, but one thing about West Coast music that you know those things kind of miss the element in is that we always put music in it. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot Heavy more melody, musical. Yeah. Right. It was, you know, we had a bass line. We had a melody. Uh, and it's slapping, too. But, you know, there's definitely that in there. And 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 a lot of those tracks on both of those albums, it was like, I just felt like, you know, there was a lot of parts of the beat missing. Like, okay, man, that's, <laughs> a little sparse that's kind of West Coast, but it's just not that, you know? Yeah. So... They need to holler at your boy. You know what I'm saying? We could lace them up for real. I was say maybe they don't know about it. You that's know, true. No, that's true. I believe that. No, I totally believe that. I, I believe that, you know, especially YG. We could have probably had a, a, a beauty because I, I actually liked his first album and, and understood it. You know what I'm saying? So I think we could have had a beautiful chemistry on a, on a few joints. You know what I'm saying? So... We'll try to make that I DJed a, a show for him here. Yeah. I, no, nobody was there. We were the only ones th- there. That, that's my point. I, I personally didn't you even remember. Know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, this I was, know. and Mustard was there, and Ty Dolla Sign was there. <laughs> what was right. this? This was at Aura. A couple weeks ago? No, 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 no. This was... Not before they This one was probably Six years ago yeah, Oh and, and I mean Nobody knew who these guys were Well YG right. like, was it, that, was, had, that was like, like Two of them booted Yeah exactly Exactly <laughs> Two of them booted there Yeah right. I mean Yeah But that sounds about right though I mean, uh, I mean I'm not sure what he's Touring but That's like something Cute would have brought out Right quick while the While the single's hot Yeah I mean, YG. I mean they say Something about Bryson Tiller was Working at the pizza parlor last year, <laughs> right? <laughs> now, like, like three million hits, or something. Hey, hey. Oh yeah, he's slapping. You see, he, he's definitely doing this thug tizzle. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, it's 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 not just them. I mean, our city has a lot of music for a lot of these major artists. But the thing is, the thing is, is that the music business is in the way you know what I'm saying yeah. it's 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 a good thing and a bad thing that now I could literally tweet right. game or right. you know whoever right. you know but so can everybody else you know what I'm saying <laughs> right with the guy with the shitty beats he can too you know what I mean so you gotta get you gotta get the uh, you gotta get in line yeah you gotta get the right number you know what I'm saying that's what it is and it's not gonna be through game yeah. <laughs> you gotta go and, through and, the other guy chances are chances are it won't be through the tweets either no definitely you know? not definitely not but um yeah, we need to, and and I personally kind of for the last few years have been off of that, you know, because I was a little discouraged just by the, <clears throat> the nature. I was like, I'll keep all these damn beats before I give, you know, what I'm saying my shit to some shit that's crap. I, I really was like anti-selling beats, you know, to anyone right. that 
is not didn't 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 uh, pass your quality filter. Yeah, I mean, but more importantly, doing something. Right. You know, I mean, my city's full of of talent, but it's also full of cats that are talented that sit on their ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you you have to be willing. I mean, because, and I say that to say that, and maybe they didn't know, you know, but the culture has changed. You know what I'm saying? The the way uh, you get your money in the music business has changed if you're an artist now. Right. And it's a lot harder. And it's a lot more work for the artist. Right. So taking on the roles of if you're coming into my studio talking about woom, 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 and you want to get down and this and that, and I'm asking you, well, do you, you know what I'm saying? Do you have your social media game up and do you have this, that, and the other? And you're telling me, oh, well, nah, you know, well, do you have a video guy or, any, you know, no, do, you know, well, do you have, a, I mean, what do you have besides <laughs> raps? You know what I'm saying? Because shit, anybody can rap now, unfortunately. People anybody can rap. The beat has made it so anybody can rap. And I mean that by the beat has slowed down. Okay. <laughs> There's that. Right? And a lot. And, <laughs> right? And and the and the cadence <laughs> has made it a lot easier to slow down. I remember I read an article that said that the majority of uh rap uh songs lyrics are made in a second and third grade le- reading level. Oh, yeah, yeah, I read yeah, that yeah. too. Did you see that? I mean, it sounds Comple- like it. Completely remedial. Come on, man. Like, second I mean, and third grade level, man. I mean, when you, when you, when, <clears throat> it's, you know, when, when, when grown men are competing with kids, though, too, you know, I remember like, I remember like the, the, the Laffy Taffy era where you got grown men Mm-hmm. But they're trying to compete with like Soldier Boys. You know what I'm right, saying? It's right. like <laughs> it's right. just turning adults into idiots. It's turning into horse shit. Oh my yeah. god! Into- See, because and what I want, I want artists to understand a couple of things. You know, I personally think we can have older artists. You know, that's okay. But you need to be in your lane and talk about shit that you know is appropriate for you, because. Everybody has their issues, whatever demographic or age group that might be. You know what I'm saying? And the older we get, the more we know. So, you know, go ahead and lace them about, you know what I'm saying, what it's like to be married. And, yeah, dad, right. You know, Jay-Z talks about good credit. Man, he talks about, he talks about, he talks about, I mean, yeah, whatever his you know? marriage situation, but he talks about, he's. Not, I mean, he's still, I mean, no. Jay-Z's Good nothing. credit and hey, such. <laughs> Jay-Z, the lyric he said today, I mean, that I posted today he's was, he said, he said, my wife, he said, my wife's Beyonce. I brag different. <laughs> I brag different. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you okay, know. Okay, Jacob. He brags different. You dig? He's a different breed, man. But yeah, back to the production. I mean, I'm to the point where I'm looking for um, young, hungry, talented people to work. And, um, you know, gone are the days of, of labels coming in to develop right. you and, right. you know, blah, 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 you know. So we're, I'm trying to kind of recreate that in a sense uh, because there's a lot of talented people that just don't have the funds um, or even the know-how. Um, to refine this. Right. Shit. To 
to to put it together. But for me, it's uh, it's a lot more inexpensive too, and it's um, it's I think more helpful to have. Uh, more music coming out, you know. Um, for the longest I we I haven't really been putting anything out because just like I said, uh, just what's been going on is you know. You don't feel like you want to be a part of it. <laughs> well, <laughs> you want to? Well, I have been a part of it, but reluctantly. You know, what I'm saying. I mean, yes, I have to. Do you have any trap beats? You know, right. what I'm saying. I mean, I'm going to do my thing. You know, what I'm saying regardless, but as far as myself musically like where I want to be and where right. where what's the direction of uh, artists that I want to take um, man I'm just about making hits I don't have a problem with trap music I don't have a problem with this I don't have a problem with any of it but I just think everything can be um, done in a in a not not copying the next person you know what I'm saying or not uh, necessarily that's all the, also the, the like school you come from right though. right I'm from the no bite school I mean we was know? talking uh, I heard somebody talking earlier about how everybody every rapper wants to sound the same now they almost sound like future mm-hmm. they have no interest in sounding unique right. and different at yeah. all yeah and that's, that's that's totally true you know it's like and in a way, I understand where that comes from, too. You know what I'm saying? It comes from... Wanting to have your own ear. I mean, you... Well, no. It comes from... It goes back to money. Okay. So oh, yeah. so now, this is how it's working. It used to be... We'll start what it used to be like. You're a rapper. You're like, I need a producer. I got to find a beat. Right? You go to producer. You find a track. You buy it. Um... And then you uh, do your track or whatever. They put it out, you know, blah, 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 so-and-so, blah, blah. Now, the rapper has basically taken the producer out of the scenario, especially if it's like a new rapper and it's their first situation. They're trying to get their feet wet or whatever. So what they'll do is they'll either go what they call the mixtape way, which now has taken on seven new identities you know what I'm saying uh, mixtapes yeah so I mean the mixtape thing okay started off as being a just that it was a mixtape that we made for a bunch of songs and we put it on the tape and you give it to your chick or something and they'd knock it or you would play it you and your guys or whatever and that's your mixtape okay so then it moved from there to whatever to blah 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 so musically though uh, what people were doing first was taking the exact same song, right, and redoing the exact same song, but then adding their twist to it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's almost like paying homage to that song or whatever. Now, anything you record is a mixtape. True. <laughs> now, what we're doing is we're going on the internet. We're stealing beats. Stealing. Oh, from producers. We're just grabbing them. We don't care if it has a tag in it or if it's if it's only 30 seconds long. Hey, BZ, can you loop that? Can you take his tag out? <laughs> okay. Are you guys listening to me? <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Can you take his tag out? You know what I'm saying? This sort of thing. So they, they get the beat for free. Then they write their little song. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is. They come and they, they practice their song. They 
got it all together. They come in the studio. They record it in an hour, maybe, you know, and now they have a song, right, that they don't even own. But they want something for. But they don't care. (laughs) That's the issue, you know. And so, I mean, I try to educate as much as I can, and I try to tell these fools that, well, this is a mixtape song, you know, this is what they tell me. And I said, look, man, if you're saying that to say it's not a good enough song to be on your album or something of that nature, then you shouldn't have the song anywhere. Okay. Right. (laughs) I mean, if it's shit, it's shit. If it's crap, it's crap. Why are we putting it on the mixtape? You know what I'm saying? Just leave that shit alone. You know? Um, But more importantly, it's fucking producers off, man. I mean, you know, it really is. They're taking people's music. They're not giving producers credit. You know what I'm saying? They're 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 making albums out of it and they put it on the internet for sale. Exactly, and, and they're making money from it. Okay. That's why uh Finesse sued uh Oh yeah, Mac yeah, Miller. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. mixtape joint turned right. bubbled into like single mode. Yeah. But getting him money. And it's like, hey, yeah. you know a career off based off of my soundscape. <laughs> yep. Right. That's real. I mean, that's that's you know. been the, that's been the the it, that's always been it before. It's with 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 the sample sources, but even still, now you got artists being the sample sources, so it's never gonna. So while you have away. a great you know thing with this internet, you also have a you know it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> it's yeah. definitely a curse to producers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To, so uh, I say that to say that's why a lot of people are sounding alike. You know what I'm saying? Because the first thing they do is they go online and they say, "I want a Drake beat." Now, if you go on on uh, YouTube and type in Drake type beat or whatever, you're going to have a thousand beats, <laughs> a thousand beats that show up. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they get their Drake type beat and then they end up rapping like Drake. So we, we again, we have no creativity, no originality. You know what I'm saying? It does feel like a kind of a cesspool of 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 non fights. <laughs> no one cares. Right, let's, right. Just, let's regurgitate, regurgitate. Right. You know. Now, don't get me wrong. I know we've all been to these parties or been to situations where I mean, the, them, the Drake joints are slapping. Oh my god! <laughs> and there's nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> there's nothing like that feeling. You know what I'm saying? And it's a movement uh, with the younger generation. It right. really is. It's like their their soundtrack. You know what I'm saying? Right. But let's let's continue to to grow the soundtrack you know elevate. what i'm saying uh, let's continue to yeah elevate it and and turn it into something even else you know but let's stop stealing i mean let's stop stealing <laughs> on, that, on that note what um how can cats get a hold of you what's all your social media working hey, into a slap it's so funny man because people see me all the time and they'd be like oh man peace man i can't get in touch with you and you're hard I've had the same phone number since 1999. <laughs> <laughs> I've given out over 100,000 cards. <laughs> okay. Damn near in my city. See, how we get at you? Man, the same way as always. Holla at your boy, 206-227-1011. 
keeping it analog. There it is. You know what I'm saying? I mean, my thing is, if you want to holler at me, holler at me. Yeah. You know, for real. Like, I'll answer. <laughs> no, you feel I me? mean, I'm saying you you posted that joint, the live joint on the machine, yeah. and I was at you. Right. I was like, yeah. yo, I just bought mine. I'm <laughs> right. at you. <laughs> I'm up. on my way. I mean, I'm on social media. You know what I'm saying, too. Uh, check me out on Facebook. That's Road or Road Runner. Runner, R U N N A, R O A D. Twitter, Road Runner. Twitter, BZ two thousand, B E E Z I E two thousand. You uh, also won a, a, an award recently, didn't you? Producer uh, of the year. Instagram, same thing. Uh, producer of the year. Nah, I, I won. You got uh, something. What I win? Um, that was oh studio best studio. There you go. Uh, well, shoot, man, yeah. I, you, I, I just saw a boy from Bone Thugs and Harmony just swung in here. He probably recorded an album overnight. So uh, cats, cats, yeah, cats yeah. Is, cats is, it's high traffic game. Supreme's yeah. there last week. Oh uh, yeah, know. I mean we don't had a little bit of everybody there from Rich to Factor to Flow Rider. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Uh, I've had almost all the members of Bone Thugs and Harmony. I've had Nipsey Hussle. I've had. Um, I mean, a lot of cats, man. You well, know, shoot, we appreciate you following through here. And, no uh, doubt, no doubt, man. Get your slaps. Gospel. Get some slaps. Busy two thousand. Yes, keeps the heads ringing and all of that. You can reach me uh, social media wise. Topspin Instagram on Instagram. DJ Topspin on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, search either one of them on Facebook. Get at me across the board, Supreme The Rock, on all platforms. This is Can You Dig It, a production of the Soundcasting Network. Can you dig it. Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah.